Hi everyone, and thank you for joining us. You're listening to the big podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. This season, we are celebrating women in trade. I'm Leila Gunter, and coming up in this Equality in Trade podcast, we're going to be talking to Amy Beal, a gas engineer, who initially began her working life as a coach driver, aka long distance donkey, and then retrained with British Gas as an adult and worked with them for 11 years before moving on to Gloucester City Homes, where she currently works. Her route into the industry was a little later in life after she was told by a teacher she wouldn't make it as a physio in school. She admits this contributed to her going through a rebellious stage at school, which resulted in her applying for an adult apprenticeship with British Gas later on in life. Amy talks about why she thinks there's a lack of women in trade and discusses her positive experience in the gas servicing world, despite being one of the very few females. But first, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. And if you want to contact us to find out what else we've been up to, you can follow us on our socials. Amy, can you just tell us a little bit more about what you do? Uh, yeah, so I'm a gas engineer for um, a Gloucester-based uh, housing association. Um, we mainly undertake uh, gas servicing of boilers um, and generally look after the central heating systems, radiators, immersions, cylinders, everything. So can you just tell me a little bit about kind of how you ended up um, getting into like the plumbing industry and kind of what your route was? I went to school as normal, got my GCSEs, uh, sort of pulled out of college. I think I went to went in to do a, a BTEC sports module. Um, it wasn't really working out. I felt like I wanted to be at work rather than at college. Um, so I went to work for the local coach company. And uh, I don't know if you can remember the nickname, Long Distance Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, ended up doing that until I was in my 20s. Um, you know, couldn't couldn't really afford to rent a house or anything. Just felt like I needed to do something a bit more worthwhile. I suppose my only options, only having GCSEs, was to try and find an adult apprenticeship. I applied for any job anywhere. It didn't matter whether it was electrician. It was as long as it was a trade job. I applied for it. Um, managed to get lucky with British Gas, uh, and they took me on. Um, did a apprenticeship with them in Northampton. And the rest is history, really. That was back in 2007. And uh, I stayed there for 11 years and, and moved on to a local housing association now. So, And so, like, when you were at school, did you ever imagine that you wanted to work in a trade? Because obviously you signed up to DPE, um, sports, rather. Yeah. yeah. So did, you, did you ever imagine back then that you wanted to work in trade or...? No, um, I actually wanted to be a physiotherapist, but uh, one of my teachers said that uh, I wouldn't amount to that. So I think that kind of pushed me on a sort of tangent, really, to, I don't know, I kind of went up in a rebellious stage then and just felt like I wouldn't be anything. You know, that teacher had put me down and it sent me on the wrong path then. So That's really sad. Was that a PE teacher? or uh, No, it was a history teacher called Mr. <gasps> David. So, thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, Mr. Davis. No way I remember him, actually. Oh, that's <laughs> awful, isn't it? Was he a tutor or something? Is that why you said it? I mean, I, pro- I probably wasn't in with the best crowd at school. Um, and I think he just kind of, I don't know, maybe liked to make an example of a few people sometimes. And 
I don't know. Maybe we just had a disagreement that... Uh, yeah, it's mad though, isn't it? How something so like kind of probably he doesn't even remember saying it. Something so simple can really put you off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's interesting though because we talked. I've talked to quite a few people now, and a lot of um, women have tended to like kind of decide later on in life. So they're about like twenty eight, twenty nine, like going just going into their thirties, and have gone back to college then. Um, yeah. So, like, why do you think that is? Like, do you think it's because we're not kind of like told? Um, when we're like young that trade is an option or what well, how do you feel about that my my personal opinion is is peer pressure I think um a lot of girls are pressured into following a path you know beauty um hairdressing things like that you know it's it's not really it, it's kind of frowned upon you know if if you're a girl in a trade the presumption is you're gay or something like that you know it's and I think it puts a lot of people off and I think you've just got to look past that in a way and and you know you know who you are in yourself and I think as you grow up you kind of realize um what you want to do and you know you, you go out there and get it really so I think it's going back on what you really want to do um and I think as you're older there's less pressure um, from people I think people are more accepting of stuff when you're a bit older so yeah I think do you reckon sometimes as well it's a lot about our own heads like we think that people might think those things but they might not even think that when you're but it's teenage heads I, I should imagine it's even harder these days with social media I mean it wasn't big back when I was um starting out my apprenticeship I don't even know if Facebook was around to be honest <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those yeah you, you get in your head what you think you'd be doing or or what would please somebody else um but I think you've just got to just do stuff for yourself really so when you signed up to British Gas were there many women that were um kind of doing a similar role to you or so there was um we trained in groups of 40 and we were split into four groups of 10 and there was three women myself Sarah I can't remember the other girl but um, me and Sarah were on the technical engineers side and the other girl was doing installation. So, yeah, few and far between. And it still is now, to be honest, in the gas industry. So, And why do you reckon that is? Gas isn't really a talked about trade. It's obviously um, heat is plumbing and heating. Um, I guess it just feels when you're when you're at school, the trades seem to be more aimed at the boys. Um mm-hmm. I do think it's a little bit different now. I think they try to get the girls involved now. But back when I was younger, no, it was it I did I wouldn't have even entertained it. I mean, in my head I knew I was good with my hands and you know, I was quite a practical person. Um, knew I didn't want to work in an office. So yeah, I guess I was just too scared to go out there and, and get it, really. So So what was the training like? How were the what was the training like in general? And then also how did people treat you? Obviously being three out of forty. Um, we was actually treated really well at British Gas. Um, the the tutors were really funny, got on with all the guys really well. Um, I think because we were all adults, it was an adult apprenticeship. Um, I think the oldest guy was in his mid-30s. I think the youngest one was like 18. So, um, yeah, you had a few. It, it was just good, actually. It was We socialised well. Um, we was put up in hotels and, um, yeah, we just had nights out together and, yeah, we, we all got on really well, actually. There was no prejudice at all. So, And so what was the training like? Was it hard or what, time, what type of thing did you do? 
it was like a fast track apprenticeship. So I had 32 weeks in college, uh, 20 weeks with an engineer, and I was basically kicked out on my own then. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, it was split into four modules. I think by module three, I was crying. <laughs> I, I, it didn't make any sense to me. Um, I was really struggling. And then module four, it just all clicked into place. And you just think, what was I worrying about? Do you reckon other people were doing the same as well? Uh, yeah, we all complained at the end of the, the course and just said it's far too quick to, mm. to do an apprenticeship. I mean, we were safe in, in what we were doing. It was just we had no experience. And that, that was the thing. You was kind of kicked out on your own and... Uh, although you were safe it was you just felt like you didn't know what you was doing <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. and it's quite a scary kind of trade as well because obviously I guess you could blow things up <laughs> it takes a lot to to blow something up with gas but um right for me um the big problem was water so if we were repairing someone's radiator obviously the water that's coming out of that is is pretty black and mm. it was just fear of making a mess British gas customers tend to have a lot of white carpets. <laughs> it's uh, oh, it's just and and with water, once it's once you've made a mistake, that's it. There's there's even no stopping it until someone helps you, or because you're so new to it, it's knowing what to do if something goes wrong. Um, yeah. So I joined with the guys who helped me after my apprenticeship were all old school. So they give me loads of really helpful tips. Um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am now, really, without those guys. The, the old school guys really know what they're doing. No, oh, that's cool. And, and do you reckon that's because they've had a little bit more training or it's just the fact that they've just been there for a while? And I think all the old hat stuff is a lot different to how we do it these days. Um, times are changing so much. I mean, we don't solder where I am at my new company. It's all pressed fit. It's all special machines. There's no no uh, naked flames or anything. So, yeah, it's it's come on leaps and bounds. So, so when you were at um, British Gas, you were kind of thrown out into the big bad world. <laughs> um, and like, how was that? What kind of jobs were you doing? And what was a regular day like for you? It was pretty tough at British Gas. Um, I think you you knew you'd earn your money when you was there. Um, it's it's a pretty full on day. Um, obviously, a big a big company like British Gas, they expect you to be professional at all times. Um, you know, courteous. You've got to be chatty as well. So you've got to be good with the customers as well as what you're doing. And obviously, when you're fresh out of an apprenticeship, it's quite hard to sort of pick up those skills. But I mean, it's for my confidence, it's, it's done loads for me. You know, I, I'll go anywhere and do anything, ask anybody a question these days. Whereas when I was younger, I was shy. I didn't want to approach anyone. Um, but yeah, general day-to-day work was was anything really. Fixing a boiler, fixing the central heating system, general servicing, just anything really. Anything to do with the central heating system. <laughs> and so did they give you a van and then were you like kind of on your own or were you with someone else? Yeah, so van straight away, van and tools straight away, and uh, you just get given a laptop, um, press a button, it sends you a job, off you go. Make you know, call the call the resident on the way, let them know you're you're on the way. How long you're going to be? As I say, it's it's quite a professional company, so yeah, yeah. But it sounds like a great start though, because it is so professional and really well oiled. I guess it, it sets you up for. In, in good stead for if you're going to move anywhere else it's, and it gives you a lot of experience they've got a lot of information at the company more information than you'll ever find on the internet 
they've struck up special deals with manufacturers to have, um, you know, they've got these pages on their laptops called hints and tips, and it's specific to every boiler. And I mean, there's thousands of boilers out there and British Gas have got everything listed. It's all, you know, you just search that boiler and in your way, the, the wealth of knowledge they've got is, is amazing, really. So why did you leave and where did you go after that? As with anything, it all boils down to to money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just had a disagreement, really. Um, I'd worked quite hard for a, you earned an individual bonus at British Gas. It used to be group bonus, but you found that some people weren't pulling their weight, but they were reaping the reward. Mm. So they moved it to individual bonus and you had five targets to hit um, and British Gas controlled one of them. If you didn't hit their marker, you lost all your bonus. Um, so I think there was five groups. Um, it was like poor, good, average and exceptional. So in four of the groups, I was exceptional. Um, the one that British Gas controlled, you had to be above 73%. Um, I was above that. And then the day they issued the figures, they dropped me down to 72%. <laughs> And I, so that was it for me I just thought I, I don't want to play games anymore you know I, I knew I was a good engineer um I knew my worth really didn't mind dropping a wage and uh yeah just bit the bullet to leave really it was really hard decision um but yeah it's uh turned out for the better really yeah and where have you where are you now did you have like several jobs or is it just the one job that you've had or it was kind of spur of the moment really um I think because I was so annoyed I just looked for, again, looked for any central heating engineer job. Um, one of my friends had said to me, if you can get on the council, do it, because they'll look after you. And um, managed to get on with an independent housing association in Gloucester called Gloucester City Homes. And um, went for my interview. And uh, two hours after the interview, they rang me up offering me the job. So, yeah, it was um, it was good. Yeah, I accepted it, um, took a pay cut. But I think you've got to look after yourself, really, rather than worrying about money. And are you still there now or have you moved on? Yeah, still there now. So um, I've been there since 2018. So just over three years now. Um, did hit a bump in the road. Uh, there was two of us that went for a supervisor's role. Um, me being me, I felt like I should have got it. <laughs> <laughs> but there was only two of us that went for it and with quite good friends and uh yeah I, I mean the best person won and you know I was really gutted about it I, I almost left over it <laughs> but um yeah we got over that and still good mates and yeah it's just uh, a good, good good company to work for so what's your average day there like is it different to British Gas or uh yeah loads loads different to British Gas um we only look after combi boilers we've got a few conventional boilers which are like systems where they've still got the old cylinders and stuff um but yeah we we look after three types of combi boiler um there's there's no real job this this hard where i am um just again press a button get a job off you go uh, yeah off my own all day still <laughs> um, but i got a good good, uh, good team around me and you know, we're all good friends, all have a good laugh. So, yeah, it's a really good company to work for. 
Check out designandbuilduk.net and go to the Women in Construction Awards section. On there, you'll be able to nominate any wonderful women, men and companies for one of our upcoming awards for 2023. On there, there's also a section for Women in Construction and Infrastructure Hub, where we're creating a community of women across the construction and infrastructure sector who are going to be passing each other work and inspiring each other. Due to launch in October, so if you just fill out the whitelist details, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for joining us on the Big Doug podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. We are currently speaking to Amy Beer, a gas engineer who began her working life as a coach driver and then retrained with British Gas as an adult. Be sure to follow us and her on our social medias. So it sounds like you're really happy then, like doing what you do. Are you really glad that you took up, took up this job, basically? Like, are you happy that you work in, would you call it plumbing or is it more gas? Um, so I'd say I was a central heating engineer. Um, yeah. I, I don't know a lot about plumbing, to be honest. I'll, I'll change a few tap washers at work as a favour. I draw the line at toilets. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anything to do with central heating. But But one thing I will say about, Gloucester City Homes is they support women really well and um, they've got a program to help women um, further themselves in the company so like management um, I'm not sure what they call them um, they just run one this year actually I didn't apply to to enter it but um, yeah it just helps women progress through the company move up the ladder so yeah they're they're really they include everyone in our company they're really good reflecting on your kind of like your career so how long have you been in um central heating gas just over 14 years now wow uh, yeah the longest i've ever kept a job so uh there must be something <laughs> i like about it whether it's the banter or or what i don't know but it's uh i enjoy it and i i don't think i give it up to be honest over that time um have you noticed like a difference at all like in the way that women are treated or has it been kind of pretty it sounds like you've had a really positive experience throughout really yeah. I'm probably a bit different to most girls to be honest I've got a big mouth <laughs> yeah I mean when I joined British Gas there was uh, a guy called Rich Maskell and we didn't get on at all he he didn't like me because he thought I couldn't take a joke he thought I was a girl I wouldn't I wouldn't get it and I just thought he was old and miserable and uh, we ended up having to work together once and, and it was for about three months because he had a bad back. So we had to work together and he got told he could either work with me or this other guy. And I can remember him getting into my van and he was like, I suppose I'm with the best of the worst. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and you know what? We got on like a house on fire and uh, he sadly passed away and I was I was really good. But, um, you know, it's. It just shows that sort of perception that, you know, people just get it wrong just because of what they think, um, you know. And I've always gotten well with everyone I've worked with. So I think you've got to, obviously, it is it is a male environment. You've got to take the rough with the smooth. Um, there's always a line. And obviously, you can tell people if you, if you think they've overstepped it. But sometimes you just have to join in and, and have a good laugh with them, really. And so what type of thing, like, would the, like, what's the line then? So how do they push it? Is it they're just like their bants really and like taking the mick type thing or? The stuff I feel uncomfortable with is, you know, um, like the male, you know, just being, 
a bit over the top then sometimes it can be a bit cringy but there's not enough there's not a lot that I won't I'll probably say things and shock them more than they shock me but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not really sure what that line is sometimes until until it's crossed and you sort of think oh yeah that was maybe a bit but yeah it's um yeah I just I think it's something you not learn to put up with I think if you're if you're one that's you know likes to have a laugh and stuff there's not really a lot that sort of puts you off really if you can't beat them join them and I'd probably (laughs) beat them so (laughs) (laughs) and has there ever been any kind of like derogatory negativity towards you like with like maybe colleagues obviously Richard you've got over that um or like um people that you have gone gone like to visit so clients or anything yeah so um I commit well still to this day uh, so I've been doing it for 14 years and because because I'm just not the type that people expect to walk through the door um you can see it like wrote on the you know like people have calendars on the fridge and stuff and it says gas man penciled in and stuff mm-hmm. like that they answer the door and they're like oh you're a woman and you know the the old bidders they they love it they you know they're so proud and stuff and and um yeah most people are I think you know I'm generally quite chatty a lot of people say oh so nice to have somebody come here and, and not be grumpy do you know what I mean and have yeah. chat with stuff and yeah it's a bit of a negative for me was when I worked at British Gas so, and I was in my apprenticeship one of the one of the guys I was working with I, I can remember he made me cry and uh <laughs> Funnily enough, he's left British Gas and gone to work for Stroud Council. So we meet up at the same branch now. And uh, we was talking about it the other day. And he said it still mortifies him to this day that he made me cry. But he was, ask- he was asking me what these wires do uh, in a box. And I was trying to tell him and he was saying that I was guessing. And, you know, I think he was just getting to me because I was thinking, I'm, I'm not guessing. I'm, I'm telling you, but you're telling me I'm guessing because I don't know. I don't know what it was, but he was the type that was was a bit anti-girl doing the job um I can remember him saying to uh, a lady customer once um when you when your husband gets home tell him I've done this and and she had a right go at him and I was just so chuffed a bit (laughs) (laughs) but no he's me and him are really good mates now and you know we got past that and yeah he's 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 decent and you know we just get on well now so yeah it's just breaking down those barriers really isn't it and Every day someone says to me, oh, I've never had a, a lady gas engineer before. And and as I say, I'm 14 years in now and it, it's literally every day still. So it's it's I don't think we'll break that barrier for, for a long time yet. Yeah, that is mad, actually, isn't it? Like, you, yeah, you would think in this day and age it would be a bit more common. And how many of you are there like are women in your actual where you work now? Uh, so on on property care, it's just me. Um at British Gas, it was just me. <laughs> um, oh. So yeah, it's uh, but like office based. Obviously, there's there's loads of women, but um, yeah, just on property care in the trades, just me. Yeah. And how many is that out of? Loads. There's carpenters, plumbers, electricians. You name it, they work there. But I'm the only girl. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and do you quite like that though? Do you quite like? Do you get on with the boys? Do you think maybe more than like the girls? Because girls can be and as awful. I probably shouldn't say this, but sometimes girls can get a bit catty and bitchy, can't they? Like. Yeah, I mean, I as I say, I I get on well with with everyone really. I I try and I try not to 
uh, talk about anybody negatively or anything. But uh, no, I get on with everybody generally. And uh, I just like to go to work and have a laugh, to be honest. And, and do you find that in trade, like that's what other people want as well? Like people are kind of like a bit more fun and a bit more, I guess, bantery. <laughs> I think it's expected in the trade, isn't it? It's, uh, you see like on Facebook, the trades groups and stuff, and they're always, you know, having a laugh, doing something, taking the mick out the apprentice and, <laughs> and that kind of thing. So I just find it really funny, to be honest. And then I don't know whether that's what keeps me here. It's just, it's, you know, there's never, there's never much negativity. Um, you know, it's just, we get together, we have a laugh. And, you know, if there was any negative part of the day, it's, it's sort of soon forgotten, really. So so if you had to sell your job to someone like kind of coming up from like maybe a school age and just making their GCSE options, what advice would you give them and why why would you sell your job? Well, it stood stood me in good stead for for my life, really. Um I've I've got a mortgage, um, I, I pay all my own bills. Um, I'm a single parent to my daughter Fen. Um it's such a good trade and it's a trade for life. Um, you know, they say natural gas isn't going to be around for much longer, but, you know, they're expanding into so many different things, renewable energy and stuff like that. So the trade is growing hugely and, and you'll never be without work. Customers absolutely love a woman to walk through the door. I think they see it as such a different thing. And I think you've just got to own it, really. Um, if that's what you want to do, go out there and do it. Don't don't worry about anybody else, what they might think. Um, you know, it's it's a really good trade to be in, and uh, you know, it's it's going to set you up for life, really. I think like that's the thing. I think the more we speak to people, the more kind of like the girls realise that that actually this job even exists. Like the more yeah. we can kind of break down those barriers and encourage girls to kind of think about this as an option. Yeah, if you like to have a laugh and and uh, just just get your hands dirty and and just, I mean, it's. It opens up a world outside of work as well, um, you know, helping out friends and family, um, you know, it's, it's such a bigger, I mean, I've got my own gas ticket as well, so um, I can go out and do my own gas work and it's, you know, you just reap the rewards of everything really, so... Thank you so much. Um, and uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, so hopefully, please join in for next week's guest. But for now, thank you so much, Amy. You've been a superstar. No problem. Thank you. It was so wonderful chatting to Amy Burl and catching up and hearing her story. Before we go, just a reminder that this pod is part of a series in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards as we celebrate some truly inspirational women in the trade. If you want to know who else we've been talking to, then follow and subscribe us on your podcast provider and they'll be delivered straight to you. You can also follow us on our socials. But until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.